Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome listeners to this Speaking From Our Hearts podcast episode where it is my immense pleasure to introduce a gentleman by the name of Steiner Ditlevsen, all the way from Norway. Now Steiner is the founder of the European Transformational Teachers Gathering and also where I met him a few weeks ago in person, uh, the Ignite event. And this is basically about um, getting people to get their message out there and teaching them to speak. Um, because there's a lot of people in this world that have very powerful messages to share, but for whatever reason, they're not getting them out there. So Steiner gives a, literally a stage and a voice to people, encourages that voice, and and I think it's an absolutely amazing community, and I'm very proud to be uh, to be part of that. So without further ado, Steiner, a very warm welcome. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Paul. I love to be here. Okay. So tell us a bit about your, your work then, um, Stein. I've, I've given a very, very brief in, intro there into the, uh, the uh, European Teacher Transformation Gathering and, and this speaking focus and Ignite. Do you want to elaborate on that? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, first, I, I met you at my last event, Ignite. There's a seminar for speakers and teachers. And I just when you when when you when you had this introduction, I, I was reminded about a very amazing moment for me because I'm from this is a four day event, and for me, I'm very conscious about my 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 absolutely main thing during those four days is to help people speak from the heart. Yeah, that's so. I, I we we share we teach about so many different topics, but. Underneath everyone, every single one of our sessions, it's really about speaking from the heart. And then you suddenly came up on stage and you said, I have something. And I saw you, you, you had something in your hand <laughs> and then you show your book, Speak from the Heart. I was like, wow, yeah. on my event, yeah. <laughs> which is all about that. So I, I, I love that moment and uh, I love to be here. I, um, I, uh, I grew up in Norway and uh, my, my wife is Danish. So I moved to Copenhagen and lived there for 15 years. Uh, along, somehow I ended up uh, becoming a speaker. I wasn't that in the beginning. I did marketing, sales and different media stuff. And uh, But I had one day, I, 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 I can tell about that. I, I was, you know, that was a day where everything, I had started a company and was very optimistic. And, but it didn't go very well. Mm. So one day everything crashed for me and uh, accidentally or not accidentally, uh, but, but somehow that day I had bought a book and uh, I, I was on my way from my accountant, had gotten the message that everything was stop, finished, you can't uh, do anything, you, you, you have no money, everything is gone, everything is, you know, you have really, really screwed up here. Um, I don't know, you know, also I'm from Norway. So I might do some, uh, say something here that I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm swearing. I, I don't know, but <laughs> I wouldn't I, I'm, I'm sorry about that. That's fine. But, but 
I was on my way back home and uh, had my wife and three kids. And uh, I didn't know what to say to her. And I didn't want to tell her that I had, you know, messed up. So, and, and, uh, and I was really in despair. And I saw this book that I bought before I got uh, talked to my accountant mm. uh, in the morning where I was full of enthusiasm and optimism. And then I had my meeting and understood that everything was over. Yeah. So I procrastinated. I wouldn't go leave my car and go into her and tell what has ha- had happened. That to, I saw that book. It, it was called Awaken the Giant Within. And in that moment, I was, why did I even buy that book? You know, yeah. why should I do that? But I took it. I, I, I opened the book and remember page 11. And this was a guy, Tony Robbins. I, 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 I didn't know about him at that time. But apparently he was the, the, the most successful coach and, and speaker in the world. It served millions of people. But there were a quote there. And in that quote, it said something like this. Deep within man slumbers those powers. Uh, powers, forces that would astonish him if he knew they existed. Yeah. Powers that could revolutionize his life if they were awakened and put into action. Some, I think it was uh, mm. very close to that. And I was like, I, I felt so, I was so low. I was at my bottom, rock bottom, and without hope. And I was so frustrated and sad and uh, uh, angry on myself. And, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't see anything. And I saw those words deep within man, slumbers those powers. And I realized that at least I was in the target group, you know, mm. uh, but I can feel those powers. But I, I, I somehow I understood they existed. Yeah. And I saw that this might be a terrible situation for me, but it's not my end station. No. So I was able to, I, I found some hope and I was able to go into my wife and tell everything. And uh, with hope, I knew we could start anew. And I did. So I was so inspired and started sharing to other people. And that along that way, I, I become a speaker yeah. and a teacher. And, uh, and um, so I did everything I could to be the most inspiring teacher and learn how to speak. And, you know, and I kind of uh, developed some abilities to inspire audiences. And, and people started saying, "How you came from nothing. You have no golden medals in anything. You have no... No, no success stories and and you can't even speak proper Danish and still you do pretty well as a speaker. How did you do that? Can, mm. can you put up a course? Mm. Yeah. So I said, yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I made a seminar on that for experts and teachers and speakers and uh, sharing my experiences, what I've learned. And I, I've studied thousands of hours to come there, but in a short time. So... That I started becoming a trainer and a teacher for other speakers, even before I was an established speaker myself. So that I was like 50-50 of my, uh, my work, teaching others and speaking to different audiences. Um, today, after like the last 10, 11 years, I, I, I saw that, you know, you can inspire and motivate people by words. But there is another way as well, and it's to open your heart. If you do, if you're on 
a journey where you do your inner work. And we're all in different situations. We, we, we face some, some have, we have different challenges. Some have health channels, uh, challenges. Uh, some have financial struggles. Some have relationship. But in those situations, you're, that's a, like an invitation from the universe, from God, whatever you want to call it, to do some inner work. Yeah. And when you do that, you find a way to open up, to become free, to get more space. And uh, you very often find solutions. After that, you want to share with other people. So I saw there's so many people I, uh, that have so much good things to share. If I could help them open their heart, uh, it could be very powerful. So today I work with teachers and speakers, European Transformational Teachers Gathering, uh, teachers from all around the world, actually, most, mostly from Europe. They come together for three days and to, to, to be together, inspire each other and learn from each other and just have a nice time together. Yeah. It's, it's absolutely wonderful. And then I have the Ignite Seminar where I try to help teachers to go really deep because the deeper I go and we go in our own heart, the higher we can lift other people. So, uh, yeah, that's my background and my mission today. Excellent. Yeah. Thank you. So what, in, a, in, a, in a sort of very brief, um, in a very brief way, Steiner, how would you describe what, if somebody said, well, what is a transformational teacher then? In yeah, a, in a kind of almost quick okay. one line. And what, what yeah. is a transformational so, teacher? So a lot of speakers and teachers, they see themselves as one who have knowledge or information they want to share, hopefully in an inspiring way. Yeah. Transformational teacher, he has a, in his heart, he's on a mission to share something that can change the lives for other people. Yeah. It's not only sharing information, but share it, sharing it in a way that they... They, when they leave that presentation or that meeting, they're not the same anymore. Mm. They have hope. They believe again. They can see solutions where they couldn't see anything, uh, any hope or solutions before. So that's a transformation. It's a conscious, conscious uh, goal for a, a speaker. I'm not only inspiring and sharing, but I really want to help some people to change their life. I think that... Uh, but I, I don't think you can name yourself. You can, you can call yourself a transformational teacher, but you're, you're really a transformational teacher when people experience transformation yes. when meeting you. Yes. So I don't know if I am. I hope I can share it in that way. But, I, you know, I understand that, yeah. Steiner, because one of the, the, the challenges I experience consistently in life is, is, is labels. Yeah. Even if they're positive labels, yeah. because I think... Well, it's a label and just as, you know, whether it's, it's almost irrelevant, whether it's a positive or negative, because it's just, it's so kind of transient that, you know, it's here today, you know, I've come from a background in, in professional football where I've seen today's heroes become yeah. tomorrow's, you know, villains. It's yeah. like, life is so quick, isn't it? And, yeah. you know, you soon forgot. So I'm very, I understand. Yeah. But I think also, if I can share this with the, the listeners, that's, uh, I think a sign of Steiner's humility that um, that self-effacement that he he makes that statement and and that obviously is to immense credit and that's why he's got an ever-growing following. Um, so I think it's just worth mentioning that. 
If I can move on, um, there is one thing. Can yeah. can I interrupt? You? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, but because there might be people here uh, listening and say, "But I'm not a speaker. I'm not a teacher." Mm. You know, but you can be a transformational teacher because uh, we're all teachers. Yeah. Uh, and ev every meeting between between two people or more people is a potential transformational meeting. So you can meet people, and your smile can transform their day. Then you're a transformational teacher. If you're in a, in some kind of situation where other people will say that's a tough one, and you find find a solution, and they see that, wow, you have you have shared, showed them that it's possible. So you're actually a transformational teacher. So I think we all could when when we maybe when we meet some people, if we have that, I hope when they leave me, they can leave with a little higher vibration or a little bit more smile, feel a little more bit more peaceful. And if, if, if that's the result of our meeting, you're actually a, a transformational teacher. I think the purpose of labels, um, obviously not going too deep on this, is it's a quick solution. So when you meet somebody, oh, who are you, what do you do? It's a kind of, you know, there's my calling card. It's, it's a quick, I fit in that box. Exactly. And it's a trait of human nature. We kind of like that. Oh, is this, is or she's that. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> As we yeah. know, there's, there's, there's a lot of drawbacks with that. Yeah. Um, a word, um, Steiner, atonement. Give us a brief insight into atonement, if you will. So, so um, there is actually, uh, I, I, I realized this uh, not that far ago. Uh, and that was, uh, I mentioned this before we started here with Wayne Dyer, Dr. Yes. Wayne Dyer, a tremendous uh, teacher, a fantastic man. And uh, he... I was at one of his seminars or a presentation once, and it was like, I saw a different experience because he was this, yeah, he was in his late seventies and he was barefoot on stage. He, he wasn't like, like an impressive speaker, but when he spoke, it was like a magical atmosphere in the room and, and people were healed. People were touched. People were, it was like, I could see that something is happening in the room not necessarily because of his words, but because of his presence. So I had that experience that my friend, I was together with my, my, one of my best friends, and he, he started crying. I saw tears on his, uh, his uh, eyes. And I, I asked him afterwards, what happened, Anders? And he said, I think some, some kind of forgiveness just happened in me. Wayne Dyer didn't speak about forgiveness. So... It would make sense if Wayne Dyer had a topic, forgiveness, and he said, here's like five strategies to forgive. And then he was touched and said, okay, I want to forgive. But he said, a forgiveness happened. So I realized later that Wayne Dyer, and he said to my dad, a forgiveness happened to my dad. So obviously my friend had some issues with his dad and, and then everything dissolved in his heart. Mm. All the bitterness, everything dissolved while he was listening to Wayne Dyer. He didn't speak about forgiveness. Yeah. Strange thing. Yeah. But later I realized that Wayne Dyer, he had, and he didn't say, tell this story in the presentation, but I heard that he had been so mad at his dad. So he went to his grave to piss on his grave. All right. And then he was able to forgive. So he did, Wayne Dyer did was so bitter and he did his inner work and find the ability to forgive his dad. 
when he did that, he created some space inside him. So when you're bitter, when you're angry, frustrated, you feel very contracted. There is no space. You can't, if, if people give you an idea, maybe it's a good idea to forgive. You can't even, there's no room for that idea. Mm. There's no, you're, because you're angry, you're frustrated. So, but when you forgive, you create space yeah. in, inside you. The thing is that atonement happens when people have done their inner work and created space. Other people who feel pain, they find room for their pain. So their own pain can dissolve in that presence. Mm. And that's, I, it's a secret. It's, it's, even, it's even not easy to put into words. But when you do your inner work, it impacts other people. So you can actually do inner work, so profound inner work, that you, your inner work allow your other people to not do it. They can let go instead. It's when in your presence, they feel like it's disappearing. My, my, my pain is like dissolving. And, and they can't even tell why. But it was like, when I met you, something happened within me. And it's because you did the inner work. So you actually, and there's a, a, an old Bible quote said, no one lives by himself and no one dies by himself or for himself. I don't, I don't know how it is in English, but you know, what's really meaning that everything we do impacts other people. Yeah. And when we do our inner work, so you can actually heal other people's pain by do, healing your own pain. Pebble in the pond, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like, uh, it's, uh, and, and you don't, you know, sometimes you, you do that and you're not even recognized for it, but that's part of, Absolutely. Uh, that's life. your vocation, yeah. isn't yes. it? Yes, yes. Calling yeah. and absolutely. Because yeah. I like the breakdown of the word at one moment. I love that. Never heard that. Yeah. yeah. At one moment. Yeah. But that's, you know, you know, for me, when you say that, I see something because what I do is we, is we are one. Yeah. You know, so what I do for me actually is I do it also for you because we're yeah. one. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> I loved it. I just want to, um, one of the things, Steiner, that I'm very, um, and apologies, listeners, for saying I'm me first person, but I think, you know, one of the one of the traits of leadership is somebody has to make that and take that responsibility for using that word. And I know that particularly with, uh, within the, um, you know, the, the speaking industry and, and the personal development industry, there's a lot of emphasis put on that, you know, that relationship with the ego and don't talk about yourself too much. And I kind of challenge that in a respectful way by saying, well, if we are to be true leaders, surely we share our examples. And so to use that me, I, it's actually okay. So long as it's coming from a good place and for the right motive, then that's okay. So I kind of put that up front for the listeners. And it's mm. something that I, I a semi offer in, in all my episodes, because obviously I do share a lot of my stuff, my, you know, my pain, my heartache, and that more importantly, the lessons that I've learned in the, you know, the rationale that people can take the learning from that and they don't have to pay that that high price. Mm. So I just want to sort of, you know, pre preset that by saying, let life happen through you, not to you. And that's one of my the things that one of the key lessons I've learned, Steiner. And I just I just wanted to kind of 
you know, in you know, if there was almost a sort of a one-liner, it's not a marketing gimmick, but because you know, I know it comes deeply from the heart. But you know, what would be your sort of, you know, if, if somebody said Steiner, you've got 10 seconds to give me one knockout line message, you know, that would be one of mine. Let life happen through you, not to you. What would yours be? Oh, that's a great question, and I've never really thought about that. Uh, but but what I what I want to say is that I totally agree with you that it's about your intention. Mm. The, so the the ego wants to be better and yeah. wants to be separate, you know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um, and uh, and so I say to speakers when you some people say oh, it's not about me, so I'm not going to share my personal stories because then people might think I I'm bragging or whatever. No. Everything you do is to serve other people. Yeah. So then if it serves other people to tell your story, you, you must own everything about you. You must own your, the, the more vulnerable parts of you and the, or maybe even the shameful parts of you. Yeah. And you must own the good parts, your achievements. Yeah. But it's you. You, can't, you can never be more and you can never be less than you are. You are who you are. So if 100 people say you're, you're the best in the world, you are still who you are. And if 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 some hundred people after that come and say you 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 it's it's just uh, crap everything you say you're still who you are so I think you're so right it's it's about your intention and uh, but when you're asking me uh, what would be my I I don't really know. You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm not sure. There's so much wisdom uh, that I've been inspired by, and I, I don't have like mm. uh, my, my own like, you know, uh, statements. But I, I hope that you know. No, I can't. I have. I don't have like a killer sentence that okay. I can present okay. to anyone. No. <laughs> Okay, I, and I just sort of want to compound that with a with another one that success is an inside out job, and mm. if I can be allowed to to share with the listeners off here that uh, I showed Steiner an old scrapbook about some charity stuff that I was involved in you know many moons ago, and the share and the learning around that um, is the fact that you know there's some photos in there with some quite. Quite prominent people, particularly from the world of sport and, and uh, one very, very famous actress. And now at the time, what that did for me, that was an outside in job because I was getting a lot of significance when I was extremely vulnerable and insecure because of my uh, my challenges, my dark challenges. I was getting a lot of significance, a lot of love and connection um from mixing with these people and it was like but it actually what i've realized now and we've raised some serious money for charities over the years which was great so it benefited others but the reality was it was sticking plasters on my external wounds i wasn't addressing my internal wounds and so one of the key learnings that i'd like to share here is success is an inside out job and I think that humility and that vulnerability that we have as speakers and we speak from our hearts is massively, massively a million times more important, even if it just affects one person, than what I did in a previous life and pick nice pictures in the paper and on the TV and all this kind of ego flattering stuff. And so I think that's a, that's a useful share. Have you got any thoughts Absolutely. around that? No, I, I, I totally 
I totally follow follow you all the way here, and uh, and you know, we, we some and it's it's again everything starts inside. So um, so uh, if if we want to help other people, it it starts with love. You know we, but sometimes and I see this in my industry of speakers and teachers, it's easy and and might be uh, might. Um, apply for other uh, industries or, or works as well. You know, you start with love because you, you want to, you want to help people. I, I know almost everyone I know, they want to, they want to contribute. They want to help. They, so that's love. That, that's really their deepest intention. But then you get, maybe if you get some, some kind of results or success, it's easy that you love that. So you start loving your success. You start loving your position. You start loving being on stage. Mm. But, you know, love connects with other people. Yeah. But love to yourself creates distance. Yeah. So what you, you, you started out wanting to share and wanting to inspire, wanting to help. But then you must consciously remind yourself, I w- I'm here for you. Yeah. I want to help you. Yeah. Because then you, then everything you do comes from inside. You connect with your deepest intention. So that's, and then when you go, uh, get success, it comes from inside. It comes from your deepest, deepest um, intention. Not from, I want more of this. I want more success so I can show. And that's, I think, will always be more fulfilling. Yeah. Because you, you can't, you can't, you will always be hungry if you, if you want more after success and more after success and you start love your results and love the after uh, success, you, you, you will never be satisfied. You will always want more of that. But if you, if you go inside and think, I want to share, it doesn't need to be bigger and bigger. It, it just needs to be love. Absolutely. You know, so yeah. you, you can be happy even if your, your, your work is not like millions of people. But because you serve with love. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Interesting question. Uh, and I picked this up from uh, Vision from Mind Valley. So I can't gain the credit for this, uh, neither would I want to, but I thought it was a great question. What gets you out of bed in the morning? Yeah. So, uh, first of all, I, I'm, right now I'm happy to be able to see the sun going, <laughs> goes up <laughs> above the Mediterranean Ocean. And that's, that's something that can really get me up because it's so beautiful. And, um, but in terms of work, so, so, so my mission today is to help speakers and teachers to, to go deeper and to become healers and, uh, and to become, you know, really transformational teachers. The thing that gets me up to do that work is that I know that let's say I say, uh, let's say I meet a, a teacher and they, I know they have so much good things to share. At the same time, I can see hundreds and thousands of people waiting for them to have courage to share, to be able to share with more power. Uh, so I want to help them so that all those hundreds and thousands that are waiting for them can hear them, can hear their song. So, uh, so I, I see that every time I meet a speaker, I see all these people who have not heard that speaker yet. Mm. I see if I can help you so you have more courage, so you can share with more love, so you can attract more of these people, so you can keep 
uh, being connected to your heart so that they can get the help you're actually able to give them, I'll, I'll do anything. Yeah. That's real. That really gets me up in the morning. Wow. Yeah. Okay. We you spoke earlier on um, Steiner about Dr. Wayne Wayne Dyer. Yeah. Um, interesting. I've just been listening to one of his audio books. Change change your thoughts, change your life. Exactly. And um, and going into the living the wisdom of the the Tao Te Ching. I was a down. I won't quite sort of rationalize this. I've read this this thesis about this relationship between the Dow Jones. <laughs> you know, the Western sort of financial, aggressive, market-driven uh, focus against the the more easterly, philosophical, spiritual, uh, the Tao, Tao Te Ching. Um, and so I'm into the, um, you know, I'm working my way through the 81 verses. So, yeah, Dr. Wayne, uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer is classed as an archetypal teacher. What, what, what does that mean, even mean, archetypal teacher, Steiner? Mm-hmm. What does that mm-hmm. mean? Yeah. So, so uh, there's the, people talk about archetype, uh, this and that, and they have like four archetypes or three, 14 or 16, I don't know. Mm. Uh, for me, an archetype teacher is one who is so dedicated and committed. So he go the whole way here. Right. He, he go to the end of, uh, you know, let me say that very often when we start teaching, we're focused on uh, the content, the words, how can I put this together because I have something good to share. And so it's a lot about the words and it's first to, 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 to collect the words and to say them in the right order and then to, to say them in the right way. So you develop ability as a speaker. It's a lot about the words. Along that way, some, at some point, transformational teachers start to understand that it's not only about words. So they start doing the inner work and they see my inner work actually gives some resonance to my words. You know, and then they go deeper and they say, okay, it might be even more important than my words. So, and an archetype teacher, when he has done his inner work, words are actually a little bit obsolete because it's their presence. Mm. So, so it's, it's, it's it's actually a a funny uh, journey because you start out with words and Collecting words, being better to words and being better to deliver the words and present the words. And then you find out that there's other, to, to go from there and, and even further, you need to go deeper and you can only do that in your heart. So you start healing and you start working on yourself and you can, so one, one of the best examples is, uh, Nelson Mandela, which is not a typical teacher, but because he was a politician. But here's one guy who wanted to change the world in uh, South Africa, change the whole country and the, and the regime and, and, and everything there. But he was thrown into prison, so he can do m- that much for 27 years. But he started, and, and he's actually said that what I could do was my inner work. Yeah. So he started healing his bitterness, his, his, all his anger and, and, and everything. After 27 years, he came out and when he started speaking, was people changed. Mm. So it was, you know, there was, he could have said the same words 27 years before. It wasn't that, you know, the words were the same. They were probably a little different, but he could have said them and nobody would listen to him. But now when he talked about reconciliation and, uh, and, uh, and forgiveness, People actually followed him. 
and they they let their all their bitterness and they went on to a new future so he was an archetype he could never have done that gandhi another example created peace in a whole country he couldn't even he's at one point they said gandhi if we want our message to get out to the whole uh, india we need to visit more almost 700,000 villages and small cities impossible they didn't have like the cars at that time were not like the cars and the roads in 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 india wasn't like you today there are no cell phones no internet yeah he couldn't reach those people in he 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 if he wanted to reach all those people he he must have uh, several lives and incarnations and still it would be endless amounts of years so he was in the corner of his house didn't do anything uh, much more than meditate but he went he found a peace inside himself so profound mm. that people could feel it in the whole country yeah that's an archetype and that's uh, the so, so when i say an archetype teacher is someone that understands that words is good words are good it's it's necessary it's a way of communicating but when i also do my inner work some kind of space is opening in will open up in with those words where people can heal and transform and you can't sometimes even tell it but it's it's it's, it's about the presence of those people yeah and that yeah. makes sense because um i think um i think it was verse 56 if memory serves me but there was something in there stein in which when i first sort of heard it i thought wow where does that leave us as speakers and it was something along, along the lines that those that know do not speak. Yeah. Those that speak do not know. And that's kind of summarizing what you're saying, because when yeah. you've got that inner assuredness and you give off yeah. that energy and that yeah. love, yeah. you don't really need to speak, yeah. do you? Because that whole body language, that energy that emits from you. And, and uh, you know, when I first, as I say, when I first read it, heard that, it was like, oh, okay, right. So... Mm, we best not speak then. It was a bit of a, on the surface, a bit, exactly. a bit of a contradiction, but actually it's very profound, yeah. as the 81 verses are, as we yeah. know. Excellent. So moving on from um, Dr. Dyer then, uh, another one of, dare I say, our favourites, Dr. Michael Beckwith, and uh, some of his work around the friendly universe. And I know, I think it's worth sharing, um, Steiner, some of the insights that you've given. I know that... Uh, Michael Beckwith is somebody that you know, um, and you you know you've got the utmost respect for him. Obviously, I've never met him, but I've listened to some of his stuff and watched his videos. Um, but just to set the scene before I I kind of invite you in on uh, Doctor Beckwith is this, you know, the same question I asked you earlier on, really, when he says, um, "What gets me out of bed is being pulled by a vision." So yeah, I mean, is there anything you want to add yeah, around, right. Mister? Uh, sorry, Dr. Michael Beckwith. Uh, yeah. Steiner. So, so Michael Beckwith, actually, he was my first guest at my first European Transformational Teachers Gathering here in Alicante. Right. And uh, he's, he's a wonderful teacher. And some, if, if, you, if you might know who is, you're talking about Michael Beckwith, who's that? Uh, you might have seen him in The Secret movie. He was mm. one of those uh, teachers. And uh, he was uh, a really, he did a really... Uh, great teaching in that movie and he has um 
a spiritual center called Agape Spirit International Spiritual Center in Los Angeles. And there is so many uh, thousands of people coming there every week and and also some pretty profiled uh, people from uh, in the world coming and acknowledging him as a teacher. Uh, And he's a close friend of of Dalai Lama and uh, also, um, uh, yeah, uh, high, really one of the greatest uh, transformational and spiritual teachers today. Uh, I remember first time I met him, I, uh, I, I bought his book, Spiritual Liberation, which is an amazing book. And he wrote in that book, Steiner, simply glow for the divine. And you know, speaking about words, it's not that many words, simply mm. glow for the divine. It's yeah. like five words. Um, but those words every day for quite a long time, maybe, maybe for months, every day they were able to lift me. But it was not only the words, it, it was those words and his spirit that he put into them. So, uh, yeah, I, I love <laughs> Michael Beckwith. <laughs> yeah. I just thought it was, you know, when we, uh, we touched upon that question, what gets you out of bed? And that's one of his, uh, um, favorite sayings, what gets me out of bed is being pulled by a vision. Yeah. Another one that, uh, we share, uh, um, I don't know what the word is, Steiner, words aren't important, um, uh, Christy Marie Sheldon, when she, uh, uh, she talks about this love or above this energy, this hierarchy of consciousness. Give us some thoughts around what you feel, think around that. So, uh, yeah, I, uh, Chris Marie Sheldon is a teacher that I, I've actually just known her for, for uh, a short time, but uh, I saw this YouTube video as a presentation she had, and, um, and she mentioned something that I, um, I think many people have heard about that. It's a, the, the Hawking scale. Yes. Uh, I, I don't know the scale of, um, I don't know, but you, you start with, the, it's the vibrational level that things and Not people 2000, are. isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And, and, and where we, you, the bottom level is guilt. You know, if you, if, if you feel, if you're in an emotional state of guilt, you have a very low vibration. And that uh, vibration impacts impact yourself and, and all your the aspects in your life and it impacts other people. Or maybe the lowest was shame. I'm not sure. Guilt and shame. It was shame. Shame, yeah. 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 Shame and then guilt yeah. maybe. Yeah. Uh and you know, so so there's there's uh, there's like low low um level state states uh, or um uh yeah you, you you can have a level of vibrancy that comes from the emotional state you are in, mm. like guilt or shame or sadness or, and, uh, but we want to raise that vibration. And she talks about when you come to, uh, on that scale to, uh, I think it's 700, it's love. Mm. And then you, you can go to love and above, she said. And, and that's, this is David Hawkins. Yes. This, this, yeah. yeah. But then what, what I learned from that, and, uh, you know, it's not new information. It's only new words on things we, we, we know. Uh, and, and I guess people intuitively know this. The higher state you have, the higher vibration you have, you feel like you're like, ah, I, I'm ready. I'm inspired. I'm happy. 
you know, the more creative you are, the more the more easy it is for you to be kind, the more easy it is to, to help other people, the more easy it is to, to actually do what you want to do. And then you can go up to peace and which when, when you really feel peaceful and peace is like, you know, you can meet everything when you're peaceful. When things happen, you're unshakable if you have peace. So, uh, so, um, uh, so I, I love that example too. It's a visual example and people can Google David Hawkins scale and you can see that. Mm. And you see, okay, if I'm here, what can I do to raise my level of vibration? And once, one thing she said, play more. Because when you mm. play, yeah. you kind of loosen up. You're in the yeah. now. You're in the moment. You forget all the, the things that are difficult and, 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 and you raise your vibration. And it's so much easier if, if there is a conflict in, in your relationships, for example. So you, you want to solve that or you're frustrated on your partner or spouse or whatever. Uh, our job is to not, you, you know, not to fix that thing, but maybe to raise our vibration. Because if I can, if I'm frustrated and angry to my, let's say to my spouse, it's not, you know, we don't want to be that, but let's say you feel that what you, the, the best way to solve that situation or to really transform it is not to go into a dialogue and talk about it and, and find a solution and a compromise or whatever. It's to raise my vibration yeah. because when I'm frustrated, I can't really love when I'm, when I'm angry, I can't, I'm, I'm not peaceful. So what, how would I speak if I felt love in my heart? How would I speak if I felt peace in my heart? How would that impact our relationship? That's not always difficult. That's not always easy, but it's our job. And I think for me, that is a, a visual example. Okay, how do I feel? Because we're, we're human beings. So sometimes we feel sad, but yeah. that's, a, that's not a bad vibration. It's not bad, but it's maybe not effective if I want to to do good things. Mm. Or I, I can observe my sadness and raise my vibration. So yeah. there's a lot of things there, but the, the, the main thing is, can what can I do during my day? Especially with the, the, the things that when we're talking about shame, guilt, angry, being angry, uh, frustration, irritated, which doesn't really serve me or other people. Mm. What can I do to raise my vibration? So when I meet people, I don't meet them with anger. I meet them with love. I meet them with joy. I meet them with peace in my heart, with playfulness. Yeah. It's, it's so much different. And uh, yeah. And we do have those choices, don't we? We do have those choices. I always liken it to this, Steiner, because you, as you quite rightly say, human beings, you know, we have challenges. Um, but what I always think about, if sadness or grief or comes knocking on my door, what I say is I don't suppress it anymore. Okay, because I'm a good-hearted person and love is my world, I'll invite you in. Tell you what, you're not stopping too long. In you come, out you go. Because what I did in a former life was I just go away, go away. And I was angry and I was aggressive and I was confrontational and I was in denial. Mm. 
You cannot be in denial over these things. You cannot. I, I read something, I think it was uh, Michael Singer's book, The Untethered Soul, where he said, uh, basically, as something, this energy comes in, it's got to pass through the heart. Let it in, and it might hurt. Let it in and let it out. And for me, I use that analogy of somebody coming to look for board and lodgings. Yeah, that's fine. There's no room at the inn because if you don't, and you don't let it pass through, it'll go upstairs in the attic and it'll stay there. And then it'll surprise you at a time when you'd least expect that. And that all of a sudden you've got a thousand different lodges up in your attic called your mind. And for me, when I look back and try and make sense of my own breakdowns and my own depressions in, in you know, in a younger phase of my life, Steiner, that's exactly what happened. So, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, t I totally agree with you. Uh, so so I'm, I'm not, just for the record, I'm not suggesting to suppress those emotions. No. No, I'm just saying... Uh, you can't fix a problem or, or solve a problem when you're very low. Mm. So that's what we want to do very often. I'm frustrated. I must solve this. Uh, it's a better way is to say, how can I raise my vibration? Yes. And then you will get inspiration to solve yeah. the same situation, a conflict or a problem or whatever. Uh, so it's, um, uh, but it, 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 it's, um, It's not a good idea to fight against them. It's no. a better idea to say, how can I race it? Dance with it. Yeah, dance with it. Yeah. In you come, out you go. Okay, so is there anybody else from, a, um, dare I say, an archetypal teaching point of view, Steiner, that's really inspired you? Anybody that you could single out and say, he or she, yeah, do you know they've, they've had a real sort of good profound effect on me and... You know, is there anybody that comes to mind? Oh, it's 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 is really a lot, yeah. many many uh, teachers, and uh, and there are like you know big famous names that have transformed history and humanity, but there is also you know I I think that everyone can be our teacher. Yeah, our kids can be our teacher. Our friends yeah. can be our the situations. Nature can yes. be. Uh, when you when you um, when you read the ancient wisdom from 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 the greatest teachers during history, a lot of them they observed nature. They noticed how does a, a, a flower unfold and, and bloom, and how how do you know uh, Jesus the Christ? He said, "Watch the lilies." The the is is that a, a flower? Yeah, 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 yeah. And see how they surrender mm. to God. So you can watch nature and, and you can get a lot of wisdom. So um, um, speaking about, you know, archetype teachers and the greatest teachers, of course, you know, teachers for me, I grew up in a Christian community. So Jesus the Christ for me is a master teacher and uh, but also Buddha and also some of, you know, Yogananda has, uh, who in an Indian Uh, meditation and yoga master came to to the Western world and is and he he brought together both the Indian and the the Hindu tradition and wisdom with the Christian uh, wisdom and I've found a lot of truth there and uh, and um, absolutely one of the the the, the great transformational teachers through history. So there's a, a lot I could I could mention a lot yeah you know but they, and, and and sometimes there are yeah I mentioned Gandhi Nelson Mandela there's so much from their lives Martin Luther King Mother Teresa 
there you you can't go on and go on yeah. and you because it's uh it, it it's so much more than their speaking but it's their life really mm. but they're also and this is going back to something that was said earlier on um Steiner about success being an inside out job because when when people look externally for those role models and those big names, uh, which is, you know, very much the media-driven way these days, isn't it? You know, the the glitzy and the glam, and particularly within professional sport uh, and, dare I say, football um, and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, I love what you said there about the, the humility of our, you know, our kids and, and you know, the, these unsung heroes that, you know, outside the immediate family and friends, nobody knows about these people, but what massive people they are. You know, in, in terms of our, you know, in, in teaching us good lessons, inspiring, profound lessons. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Socrates had a saying about this. He said, smart people learn from everything and everyone. Average people learn from their experiences. Stupid people already have all the answers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so that like you know, yeah. everyone is our teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so in future, if you ask me a question, Star, I'm just going to say I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I've got no answers at all, honestly. <laughs> exactly. Excellent. Okay. So can we move on now then to um, three big questions? Really, what beautiful human experiences do you want to create in your life on a personal level? And this is, I think, tied in with knowing you the way I do, Steiner. This is kind of tied in with your your mission anyway, because you can't separate the two, can you? So, so um, the the we we grow up and 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 we we learn to value things in 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 the ways our environment value things and our parents, families, and social community value things and and very often people value nice places travels you know good wine and i i certainly enjoy uh, all those things but what i've found is that there there is there is something that is so beautiful and so powerful but it is it's in another world and you know when i think when when we if we lived thousand years uh, or two thousand years ago we didn't have any internet internet we didn't have the smartphones we didn't have the newspapers and the television a 24 7 uh, news uh, um, uh, programs and you know we, we, there was there's like millions of information uh, informations that go through our heads today yeah and they it wasn't them. They 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 went down. There were not no signals, no information, no letters anyway, anywhere. It was the nature and the stillness. So that's why I think it might have been easier that time to connect with the with the the, the heart and connect with the silence of the heart. And I found that it's today there is something. You know, I learned from Yogananda, oh, not learned, I recognized when he said, I, I just want to know God. I just want to learn more about, uh, about God. And I'm not talking about God as an old man sitting on a chair at a, a, one strange planet in the universe. It's, it's God. It's the, 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 um, the ever expanding good is actually a quote from Michael Beckwith. 
the ever expanding good the, the where it's like which is everywhere in us outside us everywhere yeah. and it, it, which is everything but when you really come to the stillness inside you there is a world there is a realm of peace that is so beautiful and it's so hard today uh to to find that time or it's it's not really hard but it's because we're so busy it's sometimes hard and uh if you ask me what kind of beautiful experiences i want to create in my life i want to see more of that inner world that i've seen so little of yet mm. but I, i see i i i you know Uh, I'm so often reminded by the last present, uh, last speech of Martin Luther King. He said, uh, and you can you can find that on on YouTube. He said, "I've been to the mountaintop and I've seen the promised land." And for me, I have seen the promised land inside, but I'm not being there all the all the way. But I I know there is a space there which can radiate love, which can radiate light, which can radiate healing. Uh, I've seen that with teachers. I've seen that with individuals and people. And I think if 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 more of us, if starting with me, could find that place of love, not not like not like not the the the, the human I love you uh, uh, thing. No, the, the the true love, the love that create life, yeah. that get, that makes us l- being alive and. And and the peace that is infinite, if we can find that, and if I can find that, my presence will impact my environment in in more than it does today. So I think that is the most when when I meet people, and I've met people like that, and I see, wow, your inner world is big. That's the most beautiful thing I know. Yeah, that's so, and I hope, I hope I can bring that to. Uh, to other people as well. How do you want to contribute to your family, your community, your company, your world? What that you know, we, we're led to believe, certainly from a Robin's perspective, that contribution is the the highest human need. Um, you know, we're not going to debate whether that's right or wrong, but I think what we do agree on yeah. um, that contribution is massive in our lives. It's, it is about that that giving and that that love, as you, that you know you've consistently alluded to. So what is your contribution, Steiner? What what does that mean to you across the board? So um so um I thought about this because I'm I'm in, in an industry where there it's a it's a lot about how many followers do you have and yeah. you how many people do you have on your seminars and you know how big is your business and, and this is a lot of questions about you know how big can you go? Yeah. Because we're so connected today and so easy to get Really, you know, if if some of the 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 the, the great teachers through history had internet today, <laughs> what would they do? Yeah. You know, and so so it's you know it's 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 a lot of things you can think you want to. It's very easy to think I want to go big, um, and 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 help a lot of people. You know, so so not the numbers, but I want to help serve millions of people. But sometimes I. I'm reminded uh again maybe because of my 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 Christian upbringing I uh I I think about uh, Mother Mary 
so she didn't have like uh, uh, many thousands followers. She has today, <laughs> you know? but when, when she lived, she had one, mm. and she did her best with that one. Yeah, and but he was one of those who changed the world. People still can find forgiveness by thinking of uh, of his life. They can find love and and peace. So I'm not saying that all Christianity is so. There has been a lot of uh, people have messed up the the message he, he came with, but but he was certainly a, a very powerful. Um, he was he was one of the greatest teachers for me, the greatest teacher. Uh, but Mother Mary had one, and she did a she did a pretty good uh, work mm-hmm. with uh, with that one. So sometimes I think. Uh, my contribution is what can I do where I am now? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. May- maybe I'm serving the next, next Buddha, the next Jesus. <laughs> I don't know. I, mm. I can do my best and, and, and let the, 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 the universe and the, the history judge what I've done. Uh, I, I, I don't have big ambitions and visions, but I see a lot of people that, they're, they that have no inspiration in their life now. Mm. See when I when, when you go to the in in the streets and cities and you see people, and they I know that when they were ten years old, twelve years old, they had dreams and hopes, and they they thought I could do I can do this I can create a a good life for myself, and then life came in and other people's limits limitations came into their lives and they they accepted those limitations, and now they're maybe in their 20s, 30s, and 40s, and then, or 50s, and then, oh, that was it. And I think, what, think what, what if they had met a transformational teacher? What if they had met one that could give them hope again, that could make them believe again, and could bring back their visions? So that's why I love to work with teachers. So my contribution, is, sometimes I hope if I, if I can help a teacher, and that teacher and maybe serve a million people, I have a little, little part of that. Yeah. Uh, not from my ego, but I, I feel blessed that I could could help that so that more people could be ignited. Wow. Yeah. Wow. As we start to to pull towards the uh, the end of this, this uh, podcast conversation, Stan, I just want to, I mean, you've shared so many insights and so much stuff there. Um, and that humble kind of conclusion that you that you've offered has left me, uh, yeah, in a very pensive um, state. Um, what what do you think would be? I kind of flirted with this earlier on, but what would be your one your one sort of powerful message? And and you've got loads. I know you have, but you know, if I could try and sort of squeeze you into mm. a corner with one. One powerful message, and, yeah. and I, I almost feel awkward doing this because I just know it's it's actually not fair. In fact, you know what, listeners, I'm going to scrub that question because it is unfair. Um, let me think on my feet around, you know, a key message. Um, I think okay. Let let me try and set the scene, Steiner, from something. I, if I can be allowed to say what I believe in, um, if if I could answer that own question, and then. You can follow on and take it what you where mm. you will. You have the final words, and you, and you you know you do what you do. But for me, I suppose one of my overriding messages is is when we talk about pain and suffering, it's learn to let go of the pain from the past, but not the lessons learnt. 
Yeah. And I think that's for me is, is something that uh, that serves well um, for all of us. So I offer it to you yeah. now, Steiner, for the last words, whatever yeah. the whatever you want to say, yeah. think, or you know. Yeah, I have loved to be here with you and, and speak with you here, Paul. Uh, I think, you know, what, what comes to my heart is that for the listeners, I, I don't really know you, but I know that you have a big heart because you, you wouldn't listen to Paul's uh, podcast if you didn't have. And sometimes, you know, we, 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 want to, we want to share, we want to contribute, but then life kicks in and, and, and something happens in your life. And I know so many people, sometimes we feel we're the only one who have faced challenges, but most people do. And, uh, and, and maybe if you're in a situation right now and you feel like, I'm, you know, why am I here? I could have done so much good in the world. I could have done so much more good for my kids, for my family, for my friends, but I'm stuck here with maybe you're sick. Maybe you're have stuck financially. Maybe you're stuck with other things. And you have some, you think, okay, my intentions is so good. I, I really want to be a good human being, a sharing, caring human being. But then the universe put me here in this kind of prison. I want you to think about Nelson Mandela because he was certainly in that position. He wanted to change the world. He wanted to do so much good. And then God, the universe put him in a prison, in a little, little room. And he must have thought, Wow, God, you must be, you must have, uh, uh, be really abundant God who could put me here. I, I'm, I'm ready to serve and I'm here, you know? So, but then he, he did his inner work. He did what he could do today. And, uh, very often when we call to do great things, we will face challenges. And that's our archetype way. And it might be your archetype way. So, some people in the future will meet you and they they need you to go through this because when you do that, you will give them power. You will heal, maybe heal them with your presence. And you couldn't have done that if you if you hadn't have your experiences. So you'll see later if Nelson Mandela knew when he was in prison that, okay, it will go some years. It will actually take 27 years. But then I'll go out and the whole country will change forever. And for the rest of the history of the world, people will remember my work. And they will be able, when they say Nelson Mandela, they will feel compassion and forgiveness in their heart. I think he could have been 50 years in prison. You know, but we don't know that. So we, we, we feel like we're in prison. How long can this take? Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm being, I'm getting older now. I must, I must solve this. Yes. But what you can do is to face that situation with grace and hope, yeah. knowing that the universe knows what it does, mm -hmm. uh, w what it's doing with you. And, and, and when, when you surrender to that, you do your inner work and it creates a big, big, big space in your heart. So that one day, maybe you meet people and they would never be able to forgive or to heal or to whatever. But because of your work, they get hope. Because of that, they feel different and they might be able to leave their own burden of bitterness in your space and you can hold it. And when they leave you, they 
you know, I sometimes say, you know, people look forward to meet you. They have heard about you're a good guy, you're a great woman, and they, they look forward to meet you. But when they leave you, the biggest thing was not that they met you, but that they met themselves and their own future, their own potential, and they leave you as a new changed human being. And the only way to do that is that we do our inner work. So wherever you are at right now, whatever you're facing, know that it might be the universe gifting you with an opportunity to go deep so that you can lift other people high. Well, in other words, life, success, happiness, it's an inside out job. Exactly. And I think yeah. on that reinforce note we'll draw things to a close unless there's anything else you want to add steiner i'm i'm so fine okay i love this so there you go listeners um i don't normally end on as as you know this this kind of tone of voice but that uh i think has been such has been the profound nature of this discussion um and, and the deep-rooted insights that, that we've you know that's uh, emerged from from the conversation i think sometimes you know to quote and i, I do hope it's verse for 56 um you know we don't need words i think all the words have been spoken and it's over to you the listeners now to decide um where you take it but thanks for listening thank you very very much hearts helping everyone achieve results towards success